You are listening to Jcast Journey, the inaugural podcast of the Jcast Network. For more information about Jcast Network, its network of blogs and podcasts, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome back to the Jcast Journey. Um, I have an interesting story that I, I wanted to share with you today uh, based on a wild experience that I had. Um, earlier in the month, uh, August, I went to a conference, a two-day conference uh, called 140.140EDU. Um, this is a conference that is uh, intended for educators, uh, primary school educator, primarily school educators, although not necessarily so. Um, and the 140 is kind of it's 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 a reference to tweeting to Twitter, where you have 140 140 characters. Um, and so I guess that's the new thing is to keep it short and sweet, which I sometimes do and sometimes don't get to do during the conference, excuse me, during our podcasts. Um, but anyway, so here I am at the 140 EDU conference, um, and I have a, you know, a long and storied career with conferences. I've run conferences, and uh, as I talked about in our previous episode, not last one, but two episodes ago, um, and therefore have had some wonderful experiences there and some awkward or weird experiences there. Anyway, so I was at this conference um, and met some really wonderful people, uh, talked to, uh, listened to some sessions that I thought were really fascinating, some sessions that I thought were less fascinating. Again, in the same way that the 140 means 140 characters, keep it short and sweet, um, or short and simple, which is the whole KISS concept, right? K-I-S-S. Although at CAGE, we used to say KISS standard for keep it simple, stupid. Um, but short and sweet or short and simple is, is really what the acronym is supposed to be, I think. Um, so I was at this conference, and, and the sessions, like Tweet, were all really, really short, uh, 15 minutes, 10 minutes. Um, and we had one guy who wanted to prove his prowess at something, uh, and I think it was more at his technical know-how than actually his content, he did a a 10 or 15 minute session and did like 200 PowerPoint slides, which I think is overkill and it ends up being about the sizzle instead of the the steak. Um, And I think that we should focus on steak. Um, But anyway, overall it was really interesting. I got to meet some really nice people, some people who I've worked with or I've communicated with or been in the same kind of general space with but hadn't met personally. Um, and, you know, others who I hadn't, and it was, it was really nice to go to. Um, but the story I'm about to tell you, which was kind of the mind-blowing piece, didn't actually happen at the conference, but happened on the bus ride home after the first day. Um, I had gone to the conference uh, and uh, myself, but I, I arranged to go to the event with Sarah Shapiro-Plevin, who is in theory a Jcast Network podcaster. She's going to do the Jewish Education Salon, although she has said she's going to do the Jewish Education Salon for over a year now, and one day it will happen, or it won't. But so she and I, who live nearby each other, decided we would take the bus uh, across town together to the 92nd Street Y, where the conference was being held. Um, And then we decided we would also take the the bus ride home as well. Um, and on the bus, as we were walking to the bus ride home, we ran into someone else who Sarah knew, um, and 
we decided we were all going to the Upper West Side, so we would take the 96th Street bus across town together. Um, and we were having, I had never met the, this other person, although I knew her and, uh, you know, we'd kind of, we ha have similar circles. Um, but here I am sitting on the bus and we're chatting about the conference, what we thought it, what, about it, what we didn't think about it. And all of a sudden, this third person uh, sort of kind of got a bit of a glassy-eyed look as if she was thinking seriously about something. Um, and I asked, or Sarah asked, so well, what, what's up? And she said nonchalantly, well, I was just thinking about your last episode. And I, I looked at her and said, what? And Sarah kind of just stared not exactly understanding. And she said, yeah, I was just thinking about your last episode. Um, that was the episode. It turns out that that was the episode um, about, about Camp Ramah um, in Canada uh, and, and the issues that, that, that took place around, um, around the, the, the blind child, the blind student camper who was asked to go home. Um, but so she said, oh, I was just thinking about your episode. Um, and I think I was sort of like, who? And Sarah was blonde, and I was like, wow. And, you know, so I asked her what she was thinking about. She said, well, I really think it's a complicated issue, and, and you know, we only heard so much of the story, and Camp Ramad didn't really respond, and I think they kind of didn't respond because they didn't want to make more of a mess of it. But anyway, so she just kind of came out with the, well, I was thinking about your episode, and I realized it was kind of the very first time that anyone has said that to me. The first time that anyone had, I had run into anyone who was listening. Now, I know how many people download and listen to our podcasts, all of them, individually, collectively, um, and we have a very nice number. Is it the numbers that NPR has for their podcast, Radio Lab, or numbers that, that Twit has? You know, no, it's not those numbers, and we're a different demographic, and we've been around for a lot less time, and all of the reasons or excuses. Um, but I know we have listeners, but I've never exactly run into a listener. I've never just kind of randomly had somebody come up to me and say, "I'm your listen." You know, I, I listen. I know you. Um, I know you from your work. Now I know people who've commented and said I've listened to your podcast, but these are all my friends, right? So you expect some of them to occasionally comment or somebody uh, that same podcast I had. Um, talked about my experiences <clears throat> at CAGE, and I emailed uh, Elliot, Elliot Spack, who's the executive director there, and asked him to listen to the podcast because I wanted to have his take or his memory of, of, of the experience that I re referenced. But, like, here was, to say it nicely, a stranger who said to me, I was listening to your show and thinking about it. And, like, I don't want to, I didn't get teary. But it stuck with me. And again, this is six weeks later and I'm still thinking about it or talking about it. It was amazing to think that somebody was impacted. And I hadn't been fishing uh, for, for responses. I hadn't even mentioned. I mean, I think she knew. She, in the same way that I knew her and knew where she worked, she knew me and knew what I did. But here she was. She just kind of felt it. And like, did it make me a celebrity? No, you know. But there was definitely something wild about having that direct connection um, with a listener. Um, 
I wish or I hope or I pray that there are other people like her who are listening to our shows every week, every other week when we put them out, and for Jake's Journey, for instance, or for any of our other shows. Um, and if you are listening, I uh, encourage you, or I ask you, I beg you, I implore you, reach out. Let me know you're listening. Um, it's sometimes hard to keep the energy up to record these podcasts because because it's hard, you know, because they're not because you're not getting that individual response. Um, when I worked at Cage, I said that the, my issues there, which was so wonderful. I had a great job there, and I really enjoyed the work I did. I said, but the issues or the problem I had was that the conference was only once a year, so I only knew the impact I was having on the students, on the, on the attendees of the conference, once a year. And about, you know, eight months after the conference, which was four months before the next conference, it sometimes got, like, hard to keep the energy up because you forget that you were what you're working for impacts a broader audience. Um, so, and you know, so like you, you'd always, you know, you power through it, you keep doing the work. But I found even reaching out to people and knowing you have the impact once a year was hard. And now in Jcast, where we're even farther away from the people who we're touching, where you don't even have that once a year experience where you can watch thousands of people benefit from the work you're doing, I don't have that opportunity to watch those people who are benefiting. So if you're listening to this podcast, please write a review, send an email, comment on Facebook. And if you're listening to any of our other podcasts, I ask that you do the same thing to their, for them. It means so much to hear that the work that we're doing touches you. Um... That's all I really want to say. If the work we're doing touches you, um, as we're approaching Rosh Hashanah, I want to invite you to give an end-of-year gift again. Um, we don't have to only go by the Gregorian year. Um, please think about making a donation to help support our work at jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Um, but one way or the other, I hope that you'll continue to listen, enjoy, and interact with uh, me with the entire Jcast Network family, the J- entire Jcast Network family of podcasters. Um, and thanks for listening. And uh, I look forward to running and being on a bus and having somebody else tell me, I was thinking about your episode.